0: Hello, we have a quick announcement. For the next few weeks, we have some changes to our usual podcasting schedule. This week we'll be releasing a special bonus episode on authenticity, where Sophie and I will be discussing how to find out what your authentic values are and how to implement them in your daily life. Next week we'll be releasing our weekly episode a little later than usual on Friday the 10th of November, as the episode is being released as part of KindFest 2023. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and thank you so much for listening, subscribing, and please do leave us a little positive review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to grow the show so that we can continue to make episodes for you.
1: Right, Charles. Wanted to talk to you about something that we we actually talk a lot about in our day to day life we do um in fact, I would say' it's one of the cornerstones of our many of our conversations <laughs> and uh, and I feel like it's something that a lot of people probably don't really think too much about. so I wanted to talk to you about being authentic mm. and about authenticity and and it's a word it's as a word it's kind of quite uh kind of quite abstract in a way and it's not a word that we commonly use in day-to-day life, but actually I think that our authenticity kind of plays into mm. everyday life in a big way and plays into like decision-making and behavior and moods and, and emotions and, and how we interact with others. And it's something that we kind of looked into a little bit for fun, didn't we, recently where we kind of worked out what what is what are our authentic kind of main authentic drivers in life. And so... I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that um, because I, I honestly do think that this might change people's lives in a big way. <laughs> do you think?
0: Absolutely. Well, the little ch- um, sort of, I suppose it was a, a challenge or a, um, an exercise, I suppose yeah. is a better way of looking at it, was to think about our authentic code, what, what really kind of lights us up, I guess, uh, and kind of reflect on being younger that was the the core bit for me that was the most impactful was mm-hmm. to to think about those those things that really um made you feel good as a as a child mm. and how many of those things are you still doing now so obviously with us i went back and i looked at things like exercise listening to music um food Th- those were kind of few core things for me that were very important to me when i was a kid um and I've kind of – some of those I'd already started to reintroduce into my sort of daily routine, but certainly I've kind of exacerbated that process and now they are core things in my routine, like listening to music and exercise in particular and getting out in nature. Those three things are definitely three things that I have to do every day to make me feel good. Uh, So, yeah, so just kind of really looking at those core things that in your younger – as a younger person – really made you tick.
1: Mm, Yeah, that's a great place to start. Because I think if you say to someone, oh, what are you passionate about? Or, you know, what are your goals? What's the purpose Mm. of your life? That's a a really, really daunting thing to think about in the grand scheme of your life, especially as an adult when you've got job, responsibilities, bills to pay, kids, etc, etc. So really taking it back and stripping all of your ego and all of the societal expectations and everything because children are so authentic naturally. Mm. Um, And obviously, you know, depending on your upbringing or any particular sort of childhood trauma, you might have done or acted in certain ways uh, that weren't authentic. But for the most part, our interests and hobbies and things like that say a lot about us as people. So, for example, mine were... Okay, mine were... Um, nature Um, and for me that was going out and playing in the garden and making dens and climbing trees and just spending all my time outside but also animals and wildlife obviously more like one of the pillars of my career so I feel like I'm quite authentic in that way um Another one was connection, so human connection. Yeah. I, you know, I loved playing with my friends and had a big group of friends, like a gang of friends on, on the street. This was back, back in the 90s when... You were
0: in a street gang, were you? I was
1: in a street gang, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> We were like selling, going door to door, yeah. selling like homemade perfumes and stuff. Holding up
0: local shops.
1: Yeah, we'd pick, <laughs> pick, pick flowers from people's gardens and then try to sell them to them. Yeah, nice. And then they would be like, did you pick that from my garden? No. And then we'd be like, run! And everyone would just, <laughs> 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 just run, you know, play football. So your
0: authentic self is being a thief?
1: Yeah, or like I would say a yob.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. (laughs) Loutish behavior, yeah.
1: Stealing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But honestly, like, you know, I joke about it, but that was pretty much what childhood was like back then in the 90s. Like, your role models were the kids around you, and we used to play football and, like, kick it into people's gardens and then be like... (laughs) (laughs) run um but yeah but that for me was like a huge part of my life and i loved connecting with people but Mm -hmm. also now as an adult it's more connecting not just with others but connecting with myself and um, connection with self and connecting with nature and wildlife and stuff um and spirituality and growth that's another huge thing for me and then the final one um was build oh sorry was creation actually mm. so you know as a kid we sort of like draw pictures and and paint and stuff like that and i would build little houses for my toys i would build dens i, would, I was always building and creating and and again that sort of ties into my adult life and i love not just art obviously but i love uh, like interior design and doing up and renovating houses and stuff like that like i i'm a big fan of so that was my authentic code or authenticity and therefore now moving forward every time I make a decision or every time I feel a certain way I refer back to that and I'm like is this actually tying into any of my authentic uh you know authenticity or am I making decisions based off of like societal expectations or what people think what I want people to think about me or you know like buying products like do I actually want this product or do I want people to see that I've got this product like stuff like that and I think it's really useful what about Mm. you
0: now I was going to say going back to your first point about the the actual the word authentic feels slightly kind of old-fashioned in some ways but I think a lot of people maybe perceive authentic or authenticity as to do with how they are acting or their belief systems Um, and do they act Uh, um, in regard to their belief systems. Mm, So uh, I wouldn't say it's necessarily about a kind of what's authentically our our loves, our likes, the things that we enjoy doing. So I think the perception around authenticity is sometimes about our belief systems and how we act according to those things.
1: Interesting. Yeah, see, I wouldn't have thought that, but actually... That's true. And I guess you could ask this, the question, you know, because a lot of us have beliefs, belief systems based off of what we were told growing mm. up, you know, like religious beliefs, for example, yeah. a lot of people will just take on what their parents believe because their parents were taught by their parents and so on. And so again, going back to kind of, is that authentic? Are your beliefs actually authentic or is it just what you've been told?
0: Well, yeah, you could argue that, you know, nature, nurture type things. And I would say that what we've been talking about and what we've been reflecting on is our kind of natural instinct for things. Mm. Our natural loves, our natural likes, um, the things that I say that light light us up, I think are very much embedded in our, on who we are as people, not necessarily Mm. what we've been told or taught.
1: Mm. So how has kind of working out what your authentic self is helped in your life? Because I feel like it's helped, you know, it's it's changed you in some ways.
0: It's changed You've so changed. much. I've so changed, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's been a really big thing for me in recent months because uh, it's rediscovering those things, isn't it? That actually, to be fair, some of those things I was already doing, mm. like, you know... Um, I uh, have recently been putting in place lots of different things for self-development and looking at how I can, you know, I can grow as an individual, but also, you know, help me with other aspects of my life and think things like doing exercise. Now, I've always been into exercise, but that was a thing like, you know, we used to go out, play football all the time. But as you get older, you don't get those opportunities necessarily. Also, you start picking up injuries and things mm-hmm. like that as you get older. So you're more limited, I suppose, physically. However, it doesn't mean you can't do anything. And I think going out I live you know, I live by the sea as a child would always be out going to the park or the sea or anything, always being outside. That's, you know, I think I've lived in the same town all my life. And and I think part of that is because, you know, I that is the environment that I'm used to. And I the idea of moving away from that is is not one I'm, you know, ever kind of consider. So I think there's a lot to do with that as well. But certainly I think putting in place a few things that I know help me every day to be like and I'm 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 crossing my arm hand like this for the listeners. <laughs> um uh is just so that I stay on an even keel or I'm like you know I'm not mm. you know my mental health is in a good place. I'm then better for the people that I'm around. Yeah. You know, so there's all those different aspects.
1: Yeah. And just going back to what you were saying about, like, for example, if you love to play football as a kid Mm. and yet now, you know, you might have a knee injury or something. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Not thinking of anyone in particular. Yeah. you know, maybe asking yourself, like going a little bit deeper, like what did re- playing football for you represent? Was mm. it the exercise? Was it being outside, or was it the connection with the the, the players that you were playing with? All, all
0: three of those things. All,
1: all three, and is there are there ways that you can incorporate that into your day to day life now? Instead, you know, if it was just being outside and exercising, maybe going for a walk every day, mm. or was it? the connection with others maybe you can join some other kind of uh hobby or something or like
0: even teams. just like you know going for a walk with someone mm. you know so then you've got that connection haven't you you're 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 ticking two boxes there you know you've got the connection and you and mm. you go to case well i mean you and i in the pandemic we would go for walks on the seafront and it meant that you know we got a bit of fresh air we got some exercise plus we got the you know you've got to talk to someone which is you know vital yeah so yeah so it is putting those elements together I think you're right to mm-hmm. discover what is the things that like really yeah and then once your you boxes.
1: Ha- yeah exactly once you have an idea of that then I, th- I think it really not only can help you in terms of putting things into place in your day-to-day life and you know setting up H- habits and stuff like that. But I think also in terms of overcoming things like, I mean, we've spoken a lot about uh, like jealousy or envy or comparing yourself to others and stuff like that. And I think it can really help you question a lot of those things. Like, you know, if you see somebody who's got a really nice car or a really big house or they're going on loads of expensive holidays and stuff and that can trigger something within you really thinking you know is this authentically something that i actually want Mm. and if it is you know and if authentically like traveling is one of you like for me i love to travel if for example you're really into cars you just love um building car parts or something then then you know that that's something you want to do yeah it's your jealousy or the feeling of being triggered by that can become more of kind of signpost to what you want to do and you can take steps to make that happen rather than just unnecessarily feeling all of these negative emotions when it's not even really got anything to do with what you want for your own life.
0: Yeah, I totally exactly agree. And I think that's the thing. It's like unlocking those, the decision-making processes mm. a little bit better, for, for sure. Yeah. Because you are like, then then that the, the word authenticity kind of comes into play because then you're doing it from your authentic place yeah you know, you're making these big decisions or even little decisions um yeah and that's that's really informative
1: yeah am i am i doing this because i feel like society expects that of me or or i want people to see me in a certain way yeah night? Or, you know, am I buying this car because I love cars and, you know, it's going to be it's going to really add something to my life or do I just want my neighbor to see me driving around in a really nice car? Is that authentic or, you know, and I think it can cut out a lot of unnecessary crap in life. Honestly, if you have a good idea of your authentic self.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what would be a good exercise for someone who's thinking they they, you know, they've heard what we're talking about and thinks... Oh, I want to have a go at doing that what would be a good initial exercise do you think they could do
1: uh, I would say the first thing that helped me was to get quiet. And that might, you know, if you're a big meditator, then meditating. If you're not a meditator, then probably don't bother because you're just going to sit there and think about other things. Mm. But um, like go for a walk or go, you know, ride your bike or swim or whatever it is that helps you to like unwind. And then just think back to your childhood, uh, as you were saying, and thinking about, you know, what were the things I used to love as a child? Like what lit me up? What sort of things did I enjoy doing for nothing and now in my everyday life what do I do what could I do for free for hours you know what could I what do I lose time doing Mm. like you know what projects or activities do I look forward to what gives me that little like thrill of excitement thinking about doing and then what does that represent and then I would sort of well this is just me personally I always sit down and journal and like I'm a big journaler so I sit down and I write down right what what are my core? I I thought of like four, like what are the four main umbrellas of my authentic self. So like, mine was you know connection, creativity, or creation. Um, and I mean that's in like building stuff, not not like creation as in God or whatever. Um, so yeah,
0: creationist.
1: <laughs> yeah, Sophie's taken a wild yeah. turn
0: from her usual. This is doesn't feel authentic. from
1: <laughs> Yeah. Um, So yeah I would sit down and and really delve deep into what those would be and then you know you could have the umbrella term and then maybe Mm. some bullet points off of like what sort of thing that might be and then once you've got that just sit with that for a few days and then you start to notice Mm. yourself like everything that you do or any decision you make or anything that might trigger you or you see on social media or something you keep referring back to it in your head and being like oh that makes sense because that was one of my authentic things
0: yeah I mean I guess you don't want to be authenticity watching all the continuously but but at the same time I think you're right and I think actually physically writing it down is always really powerful
1: yeah I mean I'm I have to give the caveat that I live alone (laughs) and so I like I'm always switched on I'm like Like self development is like my crack. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm just addicted to it and I never switch off from it. Um, But obviously, in normal people's lives, it's not going to be as intense. But yeah.
0: Well, I'm sure loads of our listeners are going to get a lot out of this conversation. So uh, yeah. And I'd be interested to hear if any of our listeners are going through their own authenticity journeys and they can let us know. But uh, yeah, on social media. But it'd be lovely to hear from people because. You know, I think it's been something that's been very impactful for me, and I know you've got out a lot of it as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely, definitely.